Yeah, what he said. Oh, yeah, welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we uh, cough into the mic and drink. I forgot what I was going to say. Stuff. Yeah, we do stuff. (laughs) We do stuff to things. Not like two things. Like, we talk about stuff and things. Yeah, that. Anyway. Pontificate. (laughs) You can hear we're being joined by Article tonight. How you feeling, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I am well, well into the three sheets of the wind. I think I'm actually counted as four sheets at the moment. That's a lot of sheets. What are you doing with all them sheets in the wind, bro? Uh, well, I'm trying to catch uh, something out of the Sounds wind. Sounds like a drunken orchestra. <laughs> all yes. these sheets. Yes. Yes, it is. And you heard him. We got Microbrew from, or D for Microbrew Gamers. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling very Microbrew, man. <laughs> Nice. Oh, God. It's been a hell of a week. Short week for me. Seconded. Well, it's been a short week for me, too. I had Monday off, but uh, it's still been a long week. Oh, I took Monday through Wednesday off. Oh, well, yeah. You good GS people. Yeah, I'm a lazy sack of shit. Look at that girl. Actually, I, 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 had, a, I had to visit my mom. Oh, how's she doing? Healing pretty quickly. She's doing much better. She's doing much better. That's good. Get, getting over that full knee replacement. Yeah, that that's oh man, that sketched me out, you know. And now she's got parts at work. Yeah, which is probably the the attitude I should have had going into it because it's a pretty like like it's as far as surgeries go, it's you know as you as you age, it's one of the more common ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but still, it's just like weird to think I'm like oh man, it's like it's all, shit. Mom's getting old. Fuck, yeah. it means we're getting old. Fuck. Well, yeah. son of a bitch. Time is a son of a bitch, man. Yeah, whenever she says that, I, I like, hey, Ma, can you repeat that? Slowly. <laughs> whenever she calls me that. Oh, you're such oh, a yeah. dick. I am. I would just give her that look whenever she did it, you know. She'd be like, you son of a bitch. I'd be like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> now. It's like, we already really, knew this. Really, Mom? Like. Really, really? Yeah, it's like you're making my job easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go around the room here. What is everybody drinking? Um, or smoking? Or whatevering? It's been a long week, so... I mean, shit, anything short of shooting heroin, I don't hear about. Uh, <laughs> so, Article, what, what's, what are you doing, man? Uh, smoking heroin, does that... Con- no, I'm just kidding. Nah, um, that still works. It's, it's not <laughs> shooting. It works. It's, it, it's Smoking, it works. No, I cook just, it up right. Just kidding. I would never do that stuff, and I advise nobody else to do it either. It fucks up lives. All right, uh, but I am smoking some weed, so nice. maybe hypocritical. I don't really know, <laughs> but uh, again, I got that that New York City diesel, some good shit, uh, sativa. It's really one that I try to keep around a lot because it's just a good go to, and uh, yeah, I haven't really cracked into it yet but probably will nice what are you d well i'm uh stomach was feeling not not so good i wasn't feeling so good so i'm settling it down with some sprite and making sure i murder off any bad germs with some vodka added in you know way to be i wish i got some vodka in me vodka is pretty much way to go if you want to kill something (sighs) yeah that's that's accurate i myself am uh i don't i don't know how many drinks i am in i think i'm five 
I'm five drinks in on a bottle of Captain Morgan's private stock. I got a handle of it. That sounds good. Uh, you know, it's it's a yummy, it's a nice, chill, relax, got a nice little bit of flavor to it, uh, a lot of vanilla, a little bit of clove, uh, real spicy. It's uh, it's nice. It's a nice, relaxing drink. Um, I'm probably going to switch off to scotch somewhere in the middle here, just because I got some Dalmore, and after I've downed some of these, that Dalmore is going to slide right down. But yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I, uh, it's, it's one of my go-tos. That and Kraken. Man, if I had some Kraken right now, it'd be going down. I probably wouldn't remember the show. You know what else slides right down? Some Vindaloo? good greasy bacon. Oh, yeah. I could go yeah. for some bacon. I Is can't hash browns. Um, I can't chew whiskey? it. But, uh, Dalmore, yeah. It's a, it's a single malt. Alright. You ever had Jameson? Uh, more times than I can count. That was always my go-to back in the day. Yeah, see, Jameson, though, like, whenever Jameson comes out, that means shit's going down. Like, it, it's going to happen. Something is going to happen. Don't know whether it's good, don't know whether it's bad, but something's going to happen. Drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and fight. It, I rarely drank responsibly back then, so. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's no, there's no like, hey, I'm going to do this proper. Nope, nope, it's going to get fucked up. See, so are, are you insinuating that you uh, drink responsibly now? Uh, I actually, in compared to how I used to drink, absolutely. Yeah, there's a big difference between like sitting down at the end of a day and having a few versus like pulling into port and within the hour you are fucking just sloshed. That's just not good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a difference between he. I've got this 30 rack. Let's see how quickly I can drink all 30. To, hey, I've got this four pack. Let me see if I can savor this throughout the entire night. I do have a 12 rack of, of Miller Lite in my fridge, I think. That, that no, that doesn't count as a beer. Yeah, plus it's like, I think it's like, it's got to be less than like 5% alcohol, I think, by law here. Because I think I got it in a grocery store. Isn't that like it's pretty much where they smaller. collect... I thought it's where they collect, like, recycled drunk pee and then filter it down. It's a possibility. I, I told you well, guys I about mean, the Miller High Life keg, right? You realize that's that's literally just what rain is, right? Yeah, so they probably just collected rain and said, hey, this is a beer. Yeah, like, we're all drinking dinosaur piss. I don't that's trust those guys. Pretty much what I'm it is. I'm okay with dinosaur piss, though. Like, it, it's it's probably, dinosaur piss is probably the better piss that I've drank in my life. <laughs> I just don't want any fresh from the penis pants. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not trying to equate the two. No, no, R. Kelly, no. Now, I guess my question is: Stay in jail. Is there money involved here, or is it like just straight? No, I mean, I mean, what's the qualification? Nah, forget. It, anyways, <laughs> you were getting radio silence on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would pay. Like, you know. I just don't think I could do that. But to say, we're not the 1%. We get pissed on enough, you know? Yeah, we do. Trickle-down economics. That, <sighs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Trickle-down economics. <laughs> oh, God. And that's about as political as we are going to get on this show. Let's yes, go on to the next yes. segment. <laughs> what, what is State of Games? State of Games, if you don't know what it is, State of Games is where we talk about what we've played for the past week, or we just simply pontificate on uh, how we feel games are today. 
So why don't we go around the room? D, what's your state of games there, guy? <laughs> I almost forgot my state of games. <laughs> well, I actually picked up a cool little uh, thing I hadn't seen, uh, like, at all. Uh, went to that little uh, shop with uh, Zyber. He, f- he finally brought me when I was over up at the parents. He brought me up to that uh, game store he's always talking about. It is a nifty little place. So I picked up a Sega Master System, the version 2, the Sega Master System 2. The only Sega Master System 2s I've ever, ever come across were PAL version. I was actually doubting it got released in the U.S. until I found one. And so I was, I'd been playing some uh, Sega Master System with the kids. Some Dude, that's school. awesome. Some Alex the Kid, you know, R-Type, stuff like that. Was that the one that had, uh, oh, what the hell is it? The, the guy, the, the Dream Master, the, the one where we're all It's the a masks. side-scrolling space when it had all the alien shit. Crap, I'm completely brain blitzing now. Like, Alex the Dream Master? Anyway. Gee, you were, ta- you were talking. <laughs> no, I, I asked if it was that specific game. I, I, I kind of was waiting for a response. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, that's how... That's... Uh, literally because... Literally because nobody was talking. Yeah, after I said, yeah, was it Alex the Dream Master? And then I stopped. It was just dead silent. Like, it got, it got uncomfortably silent. All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, let's, let's, huh. let's move on then. Um, so. Yeah, so I was playing. Yeah, our type is um, yeah, a, little, a little spaceship game where you're shooting up the little aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. So, yeah, playing, you know, some of that stuff. Uh, been playing the. Um, uh, Shining Resonance still, and of course, you know, tried out Apex Legends with, uh, with you, and been tinkering around with that here and there. But um, didn't get a chance to play too many games this week because, like, I was visiting the uh, parents. So, but cool that I added another item to my collection, and uh, yeah, very cool. What about you, Article? What's your state of games, man? Uh, pretty dope. I think. I think um, I've been enjoying Apex Legends. Uh, also, there was just a I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but there was recently an update for Blackout. Uh for Call of Duty 4 actually. It was not just Blackout, but supposedly the the map got some new features, uh new zombies map, stuff like that. So I'm I'm going to be checking that out. Nice. Uh but yeah, other than that, I haven't uh haven't had too much time to focus on games this week. Last I played was this uh in the past weekend. With you guys, and then uh, uh, with Shinzu on on Saturday. Actually, we we sat down, we played for a bit. That was fun. Very cool. Well, my state of games is I've actually played a ton. I played some Terraria with D and Koa. Um, I've been playing Can, a bunch of ape. Oh, go ahead, D. Oh, that was me actually. Oh, go good, ahead. good, Argo. I was going to ask, what is Terraria? Because I've seen it around, and I'm like, is it worth investing in? Is it good? It's, Do you it's like crafting games? I don't know. So, do you I don't have think any... I've ever played one? Have it's ever... like a two D Minecraft meets horror. So, on. Ba- basically, what it is is you, it's a two D side scroller, and you've got a map. You can choose the size of it, and mm-hmm. you have some basic tools like a shovel, a pickaxe, whatever. And you can dig down, you can dig dirt, you can chop down trees, and you can okay. build a uh, a house. Uh, you can build chests. You can craft. 
You can open up chests and find different things. As you dig down farther into the ground, you find veins of minerals, which allows you to make better weaponry or better material or better equipment. Sure. Uh, which allows you to get farther down into the map. Eventually, you get down into hell, and you find things like the Wall of Flesh, and your friends will kill that while you really are on the top building a house for everybody to live in. And then everything becomes psycho hard and kills you, and you lose everything, and then you don't play the game for like six, 18 months. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. It's fun. It so as you cool. as you play and you're trying to like you know upgrade your equipment, increase your light, do all that stuff, and learn how to like craft new things, you get attacked by like you know zombies and you know demon eyes, and eventually the Eye of Cthulhu comes and screws your day up, and yeah, right. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's and there's a lot of different weapons in it. So you've got different things like you got a spell book that you can shoot a spell across the wall with. Uh, you got like boomerangs, swords, axes, mallets. Um, all sorts of different things, and being since it's two D, you know, it's it's pretty, it's pretty easy to like grasp. Um, you know, there's left, right, up, and down. It's pretty much the directions you have to go, so it makes it pretty easy and and simplistic in that fashion to to comprehend. Uh, it's definitely fun. I I I think I like it on PC better than console, uh, only because on PC there are some mods that you can get for it that make it a little bit more palatable. Uh, plus, it'll run on almost anything. I could get this thing to run on a toaster if I could find a way to hook up a monitor to it. It'll uh, run on your Mac. Nothing runs on my Mac. Well, I think I think a hamster that ran by it will run on it. Well, cross it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was on it for a second. Right. Left a couple turds, you know. So hamsters do. But yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing that. I uh, got a little Destiny two in this week. Um, I played it. So I got this weird, interesting game called Cultist Simulator. And I got to admit, I am super confused on how the hell that game really works because it's like a card game, but it's not a card game, but it is a card game. It's confusing as hell. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be. I, I don't I don't think I know what it wants to be. It's yeah. it's all fun and games till the ATF shows up. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's w- weird. <laughs> it's the best way I could describe it. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Marvel, uh, not Puzzle Quest, Marvel Strike Force on my phone. Um, yeah, that's about it. Anywho, so our topic for tonight, we are go- uh, so I actually completely forgot, and I don't even remember whatsoever talking about this, like at all. But obviously we did because Zyber came right back and was like, oh, yeah, dude, it's this. Like, oh, good, good, because I didn't remember. Um, talking about real-life games and, and how they translate off into, uh, well, not real-life games. So games like uh, you know, paintball, uh, laser tag, escape rooms, and how, how they translate, you know, games that kind of were inspired by them or vice versa, you know games that were out that those things were inspired by. And the first thing that came to mind when we were when uh, when I read that was Outer Zone Laser Tag. Actually uh Primary Circle had mentioned it in uh in chat and I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about." That place was awesome. I miss it. Oh yeah. That that game was uh that game was so much fun. And we man, we we got competitive at that too. <laughs> Oh, dude! Like I, so you remember uh, you remember Dicky Crozier, right? Oh yeah. So the one he and I used to go there all the time, you know, before we had our falling out. Uh, 
and we literally would go in there and the two of us would just completely wreck house. Uh, we went in the one time and there was a birthday party and as we're, as we're signing up, you know, we're doing our normal sign up thing. And as we're getting ready to sign up, the person goes, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to put you on your own team. And me and Dickie look at each other and we're like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so there's two birthday parties in there. We're going to just put you on your own team. So you're not on either birthday party. (laughs) Mistake. Um, Okay. So we went in there. We had some fun. We had a lot of targets to shoot at. And uh, when we came out, not really thinking about it. So I walk, we walked back towards the counter. And the person, the, the girl who was behind the counter, she was short. I, I want to say like tiny, but she was she was short. She was petite. Let's put it that way. And uh, all of a sudden she comes around that desk and she starts beating the crap out of me. Like utterly beating the crap out of me. Like not playful, not like oh ha, we're playing. No, she was beating the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, what, 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 what did you do to the birthday party? Like, what do you mean? What did we do to the birthday party? Like, they got a negative score. <laughs> they got a what? And uh, yeah, so we got our scorecards back, and one of the teams had like a negative four hundred and something. The other team had like a negative twenty. And we're like, oops. So. That was possible. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that uh, if if you <laughs> if you shoot enough of them, that it actually subtracts their score, and uh, yeah, they'll uh, yeah they'll get a negative score. Did not know that. So there was that. That that's that's worse than total defeat right there. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. It it was pretty funny. That that that, that was that was. I actually uh, really dug uh, playing, which I did for a short period, Airsoft. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the really nice, and not just like the the cheap guns you get in like Walmart, but I mean, the really good, um, I started hanging out with some guys that were like hardcore into it, so they had all the really expensive gear. Mm, Like the military style stuff? Exactly. So I actually got to play with some of that gear, so that was really cool. And and, and that that level of gear, the pellets actually did sting (laughs) a little bit. Oh, I, I still demolished that kid. Yeah, <laughs> with a with a shitty pump shotgun. Whoa, a what? Like one of the not a not a legitimate shotgun, obviously, but for airsoft. <laughs> airsoft. <laughs> they all had those like crazy gas powered, like super you know fully automatic, can shoot you at, like a hundred yards. I stuffed my ass into a like just literally dove into a bush. And then was just like suspended in a bush until they walked right next to me, and I just annihilated him. <laughs> so I got killed because there were like three of them there. But I still I wanted to prove the point to him. I was like, it doesn't matter how good you think you are, you can always get got. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. I liked airsoft. That was a fun thing. It's kind of like the little uh, Call of Duty uh, in real life light. <laughs> Yeah, it's super fun, man. I never got into airsoft. I got into paintball. I never got into airsoft, though. Paintball both, is a lot of fun. Both are fun. Uh, I, like, one really likes to shit on the other, but in reality, they're both fucking fun as shit. They really oh, yeah. are. But uh, one at least leaves you cleaner. The other, the other one, yeah, yeah, you definitely don't want to use your good clothes. That's why paintball is satisfying, because it's like either you get good or you're going to have a shitty time later cleaning all this shit up. Look at me. I'm tie-dye. 
Oh, yeah. you're one of the bad ones, ain't you? <laughs> well, I like so I remember playing playing paintball. Um, I think I just purchased my own marker. Like I finally purchased my own marker. It was a a Tipman '98 custom, completely stock, nothing nothing fancy on it, anything like that. And we're on a we're on a just a, a general woods course. You know, it was it was like a an uphill versus a downhill type of thing. And we were on the uphill. We were facing downhill. And you think, oh, we got the higher ground. This is going to be easier. No, no, it definitely wasn't easier. So I'm running in, and me and my infinite wisdom, I decided that wearing some very thin spandex so that it was more maneuverable would be the better thing to do. So I was literally wearing Under Armour. Like, that was it. And their team, maneuver this, bitch. Well, so I ran up, and I hid behind a tree. And as I'm hiding behind this tree, I just hear paintballs whizzing by me. Just wink, wink, wink. Like every few seconds, they're just a, a barrage of paintballs. So they saw me, but they couldn't get me because I was behind this tree. Now, the tree wasn't that big. It was a pretty small tree. But because of the way I was, if a paintball actually hit me, it kind of deflected off of me. So they never actually splattered on me. So I said, crap, I got to get out of here. So I see... Like, off to the side, there's some bushes. Like, oh, yeah, I got this. So I run, and I Superman dive into these bushes. Would have been really helpful if I figured out that these bushes, well, they were pricker bushes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I end up getting into these pricker bushes. I finally get out of said pricker bushes, and nobody saw me. Like, I, th- this I have no clue how the hell it worked out, because nobody saw me go in there. I, you know, you would have think you would have seen a six and a half foot man run and charge into these pricker bushes. They never saw me. So I, I army crawl my way out of these damn bushes and I get onto their side. I'm behind them now because that's how long these pricker bushes were. I'm all the way behind them. And I'm going, there is no effing way that I made it all the way behind them and I'm not tagged. So I see one of the refs and I go, you know, I'm like I'm motioning at him. I'm like paint check. And he's like, no, you're good. So I sneak up and I see one guy loading his marker and he's got one of those, one of the pellet, uh, one of the pellet hoppers and he's sitting there loading his marker. And I'm just like, oh, well, he's not that far away. So I just, I let off a barrage of like five or six pellets at him. One shot through his hopper and actually shattered his (laughs) hopper. And that's not, and, and that's not the thing that startled him. The thing that startled him is that the next two hit him in the hand and then the forearm. So all of a sudden he's like, ow, ow, ow. And, you know, he calls out paint. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I sneak up and there was two guys left. So as I'm sneaking up, the one guy was in this little dugout right in front of me. And he was doing like a little pop-up with his uh, with his marker shooting around. And I'm like, all right, all right. So I sneak up on him. And as I'm sneaking up on him, I see his partner to my right. And all of a sudden his partner sees me, goes to turn to open fire on me. And I'm going, ah, oh, crap, I'm done. Doesn't say a word, just turns. He gets pelted like two or three shots. So he puts his marker up in the air, doesn't say a word. So now I'm about 10 feet away from this guy. I get right up on top of him and I literally can hear him going, come on, come on, come on. I put my marker right to his touch hole and I go, surrender. Okay. (laughs) Like that's, that's all I got out of him. Okay. Man, I put that barrel right in that sweet spot. In fact, if I pulled the trigger, I would have knocked off one of his hemorrhoids. Yeah, I would have given up too. <laughs> yeah. Easy oh. decision. Yeah. <laughs> Easy decision. 
And then the better one was, uh, was actually, I was stuck. We, we had like a, um, like a castle almost like there was a structure kind of like a castle and, uh, we're, we're assaulting it. So they're inside. We're supposed to drop the, you know, soda can. That's the grenade or whatever into the castle to blow it up. And I'm behind like one in bed, like one structure and I'm shooting over top and I see a dude laying down and he's firing at me. So I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta peg this guy. So I, I hop up, let off a couple, drop down, hop up, let a couple, drop down, hop off, let off a couple, and then whack. It goes right past my mask on the top and hits me square in the head. I mean, so hard. I see like white flash of light and I'm hearing the sound of rushing water and I drop down and I'm going, Oh man, that hurt. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head for a second. You know, I put, I I don't, I, it didn't explode, but I still put my, I put my gun up. You know, I put my marker up like, Hey, no, you got me. That was a fair hit. So as I'm walking back, cause I'm walking where we're all supposed to be hanging out afterwards. And I see this dude like pulling his mask out and just like puking paint, just, just, just spitting and puking paint out of him. I'm like, Oh man, who, who, you get shot in the mouth. He's like, yeah, right in the face mask. I was like, wow, shit, who got you? And he looks at me, he goes, you did. <laughs> he was a guy laying down. I'm like, son of oh, a bitch. No. <laughs> I went back and I actually, like, after we got all done, I took my hat off and there was actually a hole in my hat from where the paintball went right through and smacked me in the head. That's crazy. Oh, man. You know what else was a, was a, fun, was a fun game? Uh, cool Borders on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And, the, and even better, Drunk Borders. Cecil, us oh. back in the day when you broke your ribs. Oh, you're talking about at uh, at um, Putz's birthday party? Yeah. Oh my god. Was it was it Putz's or was it uh, was it um, Rex? No, it was Putz's. It was Putz's. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick's birthday party was where we pepper gassed you. That hurt. <laughs> No, at Putz's, it was, uh, it was craze. He had a like cheap old Walmart snowboard and it was the middle of February because, well, Putz's birthday is, well, not the middle. It's towards the end of February, end of February, last three quarters, whatever. Anyways, February and February, somewhere in there. Yeah. February in New York, as everybody knows, is pretty damn cold. So we're out at his mom's boss's house because he had like a pool table there and all this other stuff and. I went behind, and as I I saw I saw a craze back there, uh, you know, just just strapping on board, boarding down the hill, coming back up. And I'm like, oh, I'll give that a shot. He's like, all right, all right. Well, I'm gonna head inside for a second. I'll be back. I'm like, okay, cool. I made it maybe three feet. <laughs> so I strapped the thing on, and I'm like, yeah, this seems pretty simple. The thing had no edge at all. It was a plastic board, and it's a sheer sheet of ice. Like the entire hill was a sheet of ice, and it went down, and then it like lumped up into this little knoll. And then it went down again, but it was a pretty gnarly little knoll that was there. So I go to take off. Of course, I completely dump it. I had some speed before I dumped it. So bam, I like roll over, flip up in the air, and I land perfectly on that knoll. Just arms over one side, legs over the other, right on my guts. Knocks the wind completely out of me. Like, And breaks your floating rib. (laughs) Well, I'm sitting there completely out of air. Like I, I, it felt like I was out there for an hour. I was probably out there for like two minutes. <laughs> you looked dead. <laughs> I get up, I get inside. Actually, I think you helped me up. Yeah. I get inside and there's my, my girlfriend who is currently now my wife. 
And she's sitting on the stairs and her legs were like dangling off the stairs because, you know, she was sitting off the side of the stairs. So I, I walk over to her and I just kind of put my back up against and she puts her hand under my shirt and she says, what's that lump? And I'm just sitting there just completely in pain going, what, what lump? And she says, the lump on your chest. So I look down, I lift up my shirt, the bottom floater rib had actually popped up and gone across perpendicular all of my other ribs. And all I had was this line lump straight across. So her response, of course, is go to the hospital, go to the hospital, go to the hospital. Me, again, in my infinite wisdom, I go, no, no, I'm fine. I just put both thumbs on it and I start pushing down and I hear, I feel it clicking over each rib as I push it down. It was grody. I had to cringe on that one. Oh, God. And I, I don't cringe on much, but that was a cringer. I don't remember if it was you or if it was Patricia Tobin or who, but somebody was like, Whoop. and I just remember pushing it back nope, in place. It wasn't and, me. and I went, no, see, I'm fine. I'm fine. I had a black and blue from my nipple to my belly button. You probably should have gone to the hospital. <laughs> I, yeah, I probably should have gone to the hospital. That's, that's, like, that's like the story of our lives. Yeah, we probably should have gone to the hospital that time. Not mine. The story of my life is I did go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, like cool like but playing cool borders, like that's probably what I had stuck in my head when I was going down when I was trying to go down that hill. Oh yeah, I could do this. Man, I did it in a video game. Oh man. Oh soft as snow. They they, they just crash and get right up. Crunch. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I man, I I smoke a tree and I get back up in the game. I can do this. No, I cannot. I physically cannot. <laughs> and you're like in pain the rest of the night, and coughing up blood and crap. Oh God, yeah. Like I I did damage that night. It took me. It probably took me about three or so days before I could take a full breath without like hurting. Oh man. And then it was like the then then the time I broke my tailbone twice in the process of two weeks, going snowboarding up on Willard Mountain. You know everything oh, was just man. sheer ice. I'm getting up there. I'm finally getting my legs underneath me. I start going and I dump it hard. And of course I was in the mode of well I'll just squat down and I'll land on my ass. Well I was going toe side up the mountain, so when I landed on my ass, I landed on my ass. And I hit so hard, like my nose hurt. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this, that can't be good. So I finally get up and I get the wet rest way down the mountain and I go inside. Cause I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta go chill out from this one. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand. I ended up like leaning over the rental counter because that's all I could do to not be in just pain. And I'm sitting there and it was probably two or three days like that. And then it was, uh, it was about a week or so later, I jumped back on the board and I went back out there because I was feeling good. I was feeling feisty. Sure as hell, did the same thing again. Bam! It hurt. Like, it hurt my pelvis. Like, just my entire pelvis hurt. And the weird thing was, is I kept feeling like I had to go to the bathroom. Like, there was the pressure, like, I had to go, but I just couldn't ever go. With a broken tailbone or a back injury, that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me. I figured that I just, like, I was really constipated. 
So that's, I just wrote it off as that. And I'm down there about, I think it was, I think it was like that weekend after I, like, as I did it and I'm leaning over the counter and a, and a, a customer came downstairs and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, my, you know, I, I hurt a little. And she's like, well, you're really hunched over a lot and you've been that way since I left. Are you okay? And I'm like, well, I mean, I hurt. She's like, well, do you have any other symptoms? You know, of course she ends up being a nurse. And I'm like, well, no, there's no other symptoms. I just, you know, my, my butt hurts. She's like, well, your butt or your back? I'm like, well, my butt, back. I mean, this kind of that whole area. <laughs> she's like, do you feel like you have to go to the bathroom? I'm like, what? And she's like, do you feel like you got to go, but you can't? Well, I mean, yeah. She's like, you broke your tailbone. I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't break my tailbone. She's like, sit here. No, you broke your tailbone. <laughs> No, I didn't. She, yeah. she walks away. Yeah. <laughs> and and the other guys that were down there, I think it was James and maybe Gurr. I don't remember. <laughs> and they just look at me and I'm like, maybe I broke my tailbone. And they're <laughs> just, I forget. If somebody looked at me and just went, you think? <laughs> our our mom actually fell on the ice and she actually broke her tailbone. <laughs> oh, it's so miserable. That's how she was. That's how she was fouled up for a little while. But, um. Yeah, it's such a miserable injury because there's nothing that you can do for it. What are you going to cast your <laughs> no. pelvis? Yeah, like, you suffer. That would be one shitty cast. You know what I also remember from Willard? When we were both just learning how to snowboard, and we were starting to learn you to do the leaf pattern. Cecil, Cecil, get out the way! I can't stop, dude, dude, get out the way! I can't stop. <laughs> Cram! <laughs> oh man, right into each other. Classic. Oh man, I like when Gur, like when I was first learning to board, and Gur. I said, yeah, let's go board. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go board. Now, he should have known I did not know how to board whatsoever when he saw me go out in jeans and a long sleeve shirt. Like, that should have been his first clue that, hey, maybe this guy doesn't really know how to board. In his defense, you are weird. I, am, I mean, you walk outside in the snow with bare feet. I, you are weird. I, okay, so that's the touche. Um but we get out there, we get to the top of the lift. I dump it getting off the lift. Like, I literally crawl my way out of the way so that people don't hit me. So he gets off the lift, and he's like, ah, ha, ha, you know, we're all laughing. Um, I'm sitting there going to strap my foot in. And he goes, all right, man, let's go. And he takes off. And I'm sitting there like, hey, you get, you going to tell me how to get up? Because <laughs> I have no clue. So I'm standing there and I'm trying to get up and I can't get up. So I'm like, I'm on my ass. I'm trying to stand up that way. I'm just falling. So then I flip over to my stomach and I try to get up that way and I get up and then I flop right back on my ass again. I'm like, God damn it. So finally he comes back around up the lift again. He's like, you okay? I'm like, no, I have no clue how to get up. He's like, I thought you said you boarded before. It's like, no, dude, I boarded down a back hill once on a Walmart board. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, the best thing I could say that I was bored, I stood up on a sled and dumped it. Oh, all of a sudden his demeanor changed completely. So it took me, and you know how, you know how tall Willard is. It's not exactly like, you know, uh, miles of terrain there. Um, it's yeah, no problem. It's a, it's a hill. It's a hill. Yeah, it's no problem. That's exactly, that's the best way to describe it. It's a hill. It's a fun hill, but it's a hill. You know, it takes you about, what, two and a half minutes to get to the bottom? Four if oh, you're taking could, it slow. I could do. I could get down that way less in way less time. Oh yeah, if you just go down Colonel, like thirty seconds. I'd say if you <laughs> yeah. if you just go down Colonel and tuck it, tuck it, you could probably get down in in under under thirty seconds. You could probably be sub twenty if you really gun it. 
but yeah, but just to go probably. down the regular side, you know, a couple minutes, just to just to ease your way down over, you know, one of the uh, one of the side trails. Yeah. Oh god, it's, that reminds me. It took me forty five yeah. minutes to get to the bottom of the mountain. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. 45? 45 minutes. I got to the bottom of the mountain and there were people cheering. Because I got to <laughs> I got down to that last, you know, about about 200, 250 feet, you know, where it just comes off that last little bit of hill and it's kind of flat until you get to the lifts again. Well, I saw that and I'm like, well, either I tuck and tuck this down and go, or I'm gonna walk that entire flat. I'm just gonna do the walk of shame. So I said, screw it. Turn the board. Bent my knees, ducked right down, ended up barreling straight for it. I was doing really good, and then all of a sudden I realized I have no clue how to stop. I was like, well, yeah. best way to stop is the only way I know how. Drop to the ground. <laughs> I got up, fist pumped my arms up in the air, and people that were standing at the lift that passed by me, you know, ten times, <laughs> were cheering and clapping. The lifty actually came out and was like, all right, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. Brutal. As opposed to what Zyber's first time, he thought he could surf it, goes <laughs> rocketing down and almost <laughs> dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that, dude. He leans back like it's a surfboard. <laughs> he totally did. He leans right back and he sit there and he was kind of steering, but he really wasn't. And he like, God, he was going Mach two. Oh man, that was that was great. Oh, God. I was expecting, when I saw the little fluff white, I was expecting to see a little fluff of red as well. (laughs) He was was cruising. Didn't he, like, take off? Like, he didn't go back to the mountain with us for, like, another two months. Oh, God. After that day, yeah, I didn't, I don't remember him coming back for a while. At least not with me. He was in agony. Oh, man. Dude, he, he dumped it hard. Like he went, he probably should have gone to the hospital because he probably was really injured because he was like hurting for two months. Dude, he went so friggin' fast. If he hit a tree, he would have been dead. But happy no, he just had another snowboarder. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Uh, article. You ever did you ever make it over to Killington? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I love that mountain. Yeah, we used to go a lot actually, especially one. A leg of my training was up in uh, Glens Falls, and so I would go to Killington like every long weekend. I I got I went to Killington essentially. Yeah, it's such a it's such a great mountain. So much terrain. We used to be wicked good ski. We used to be really good skiers. I don't even know if it's still there, but I gotta plug it. If it is the Wobbly Barn Restaurant, that place was legit, man. So good. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that, dude. The thing I remember about Killington, like the best thing I remember about Killington, other than like the mountain itself, is getting in the gondola. Somebody, probably in my party, I'm not naming names, getting the whole thing completely clam baked. <laughs> the door opening up and literally it being like a Cheech and Chong movie as the as the yeah. smoke just escapes, jumping out and being like. Man, I need a waffle. Start boarding down, and like literally, there's a waffle shack. Like yeah. just out out of nowhere, you're just boarding. You're like, wow, this is really nice terrain, and there's a waffle shack. I want a waffle, and you just board right up, hand them money, and they hand you a chocolate covered waffle that you then shove in your face while you're boarding the rest of the way. It's like that random like sales guy on like Frozen, just like what? Yeah, like <laughs> really. <laughs> I remember I, I used to be really good at skiing before the brain damage. I don't remember how. 
Oh man, I haven't been boarding in years, and I I've got the itch. I want to go back boarding. Yeah, no, I literally, to... I have 14 years of skiing erased. No, I believe you. I, I wasn't saying I don't believe you. I'm just saying that I've got the itch. I got to go back boarding. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been boarding. If... I would like to try again too, dude. We should. You know what? We should. Uh, we should make the next GNA get together. Oh my uh, god! Please. Unlike a mountain, we should. We should actually please. organize that for next year. And you know what our and you know what the theme should be, what we should call the episode, aptly named Survivor. <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah. man, or alive. Yeah, because I'm or naked and afraid. I'm in shady condition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was the last one. I haven't been skiing in years either. Oh like, yeah, uh, it's so much I fun. Go. I might go. I might go next month. One of my problems is I'd have to have like a, a custom made boot because my uh, ankle is so mangled now. Well, that that's on you. I'm, I'm not. I'm not covering you there. That's on you. You, you got. Oh no no no! You got no, like no. You got uh, ten I'm months to do. It. I'm gonna do snowboarding. I'm gonna do snowboarding. I just put some boots and some bindings, and I'm good. So you got you got ten months to pull it off. F- figure that shit out. Well, I'm gonna do the snowboarding. I think I'm gonna go with skiing. Oh man, it just you know it's so. It's my first love. Like it's half relaxing and half just pure adrenaline. Because I can I can remember going from peak to peak at Killington and just looking at the scenery and you find like like there's that one blue trail that goes across all three peaks. Yeah. And it literally is like a mile and a half trail. And you just cruise down it and Yeah. I've been down that exact trail. Yeah, you know what I'm it talking is, about. It is it's super fun to ride just to ride. Yeah. Because it's it's easy, it's it's relaxing. It's you know, you don't have to be like, oh I'm a badass right now. You can just fucking have a good time, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's no like, there's not a bunch of punks in the half pipe, and you're like, oh crap. Now, yeah. I, now I got to go try, and then you like, you know, you, you get something good, and then you fail, and you're like, crap. That's usually my area of choice is like the the parks and, and that shit. I'm not like insanely good with it or anything, but I like seeing the people who are when they go by. That's fucking dope. Oh yeah. Um, but other than that, it's just it's just kind of fun because I, I there got to be a point where I I'd skied so much there was no terrain I couldn't cover. Yeah. So I, I like got bored. Yeah, the double, the triple black diamonds. Yeah, we were we were doing really good for a while. Yeah, I got kind of bored, and I started hitting the park, and I realized I was like, I'm terrible at this, and uh, yeah, I just kind of got better and better the more I tried to do it. So it was fun. And sticking, like, a, a good trick for the first time, like, hitting that landing is, like, it's a rush, man. Really, oh, yeah. Really fun. I didn't die. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Pro tip for our listeners. Don't fall at the chairlift. It fucking hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah don't, don't do that. That shit hurts. Especially when there's ice at the bottom. And whatever you do, if you get off the chairlift and you dump it, get the hell out of the way. Because there's going to be another chair coming right behind you. And that thing ain't stopping. It's just going to hook your helmet and drag you with it. Yeah, it, it they're unforgiving. Or it's going to violate your bum and drag you. Oh, man, I remember the first time I went to Killington, Gurr. I, I was finally starting to get the hang of Borden. And Gurr was like, hey, let's go to Killington. I'm like, yeah, it's a great idea. So we drove up. We got there stupid early. We were probably third on the gondola. Got all the way to the top. We boarded all day. I don't think we actually took a break except to stop at the Waffle House. And that was it. Because, well, I got clam baked and I was hungry. Um, we boarded all day and I had not boarded all day to that date. Like 
never in my life. And we're boarding all day. We literally, we were, we we're like, all right, we got to get down to, you know, because we're ending the day out. We're like, yeah, yeah, we got like an hour or so left. Let's make our way down to uh, K1 Lodge. So we look at the map and we're like, oh, yeah, this trail will take us there. That trail did not take us there. That trail took For us sure. to the wrong gondola near the wrong parking lot. So we get there and we're looking at the time because we were just chilling. We were just going relaxing, just, you know, having fun. And I realized I was getting tired because, at like, we're going down a stupid, simple trail, and I'm just falling for no reason whatsoever. Like, my legs are just giving out, and I'm falling. And I'm going, oh, God. We get down to that gondola, and we realize that we're at the wrong place. So we ask the, the, the gondola attendant, we're like, dude, how do we get back to K1 Lodge? He's like, oh, yeah, just take this lift up to here. Then you take – he's like, take the gondola up to here. Then take this lift up to here. And then take this lift over to there. And then you go straight down, and you're right there. We literally just stared at him like he, he, he could have been speaking Swahili because that's how much we actually comprehended. So we get on the gondola. We get up. We get off the first stop because there was a two stop of it. We get off the first stop. We look at the map. We're like, yeah, I think we're right. So we go across and we're thinking we're making it there. We get to a spot where we can't go. We can't go kind of across. We have to go down. And we're like, well, no, if we go down, we're going to end up back at that other gondola we were. So we kind of like hiked up a little bit until we found the trail and then kept going across again. And we finally were, we get over to this one spot. And meanwhile, I'm falling the entire time, like just randomly falling for no reason. We find a ski patrol guy. We board up to him. We're like, where's K1 Lodge? And the guys look, the guy looks at us and he goes, you guys board black? And I just looked at him and I said, I do today. And he points straight down. Like, it's not, oh, it's shit. not at an angle. <laughs> it's not even like he's pointing across. He's pointing straight down. And I look down and I see a lodge. And I see a parking lot right behind the lodge. And I realize that's K1 Lodge. And I realize that I have to go down that. So I just, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I just turned my board and I went down that thing and I'm carving. I'm leaving rooster tails everywhere I turn because I'm trying to slow myself down. I, I dumped it a bunch of times. Gurr's over in the moguls and he is just being a mogul ninja right now. He's just like cutting in and out of them. I'm like, yeah, good job. I'm dumping it. He gets down there, takes his board off, looks up. I literally come skidding in on my face. Just enough time to look up and see all of the lifts go close, 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 closed. Oh, well. And I look at him like, well, we made it. Worst part of the night. Oh, go ahead. All I can think of is you guys are trying to find your way as a bunch of snowboarders looking like uh, John Travolta, but kind of what? Looking around like, where am I? We were John Travolta out of Pulp Fiction, man. We were. Best, well, worst part of that actual. We get in the truck and we start driving to get back. We don't make it two minutes down the road. Every muscle from my nipples down starts to cramp. Ugh. Everything, include like my abs, my glutes, my hamstrings, everything, calves, toes, tops of my feet, bottoms of my feet. If I let my hands drop below my nipples, my hands started to cramp. It was bad. Is it sad? I kind of want waffles right now. Yeah, I kind of want waffles too. I could go for one of those Belgian waffles from Killington, man. Those are the friggin' best. I could go for one of those Belgian waffles in Belgium, and those shits are good. Well, that brings me on to one thing, though. Have you guys done an escape room? Not yet. I've seen them, and I would love to try one. What about you, Article? 
I have not. No. Dude, so they are like, do you remember the game Seventh Guest? Vaguely. The puzzle game? <laughs> Once again, I played it and shoot him away and like, no, I get to play. So the puzzle rooms, the, the, the escape rooms are like the game Seventh Quest, only real life. Like there's puzzles that you have to do that unlock different things. Right, right. I don't think I would be good at the puzzles. I don't know why. Y- you know, so, it, it's... I haven't gone for that reason. I'm like, I don't want to just be locked in a room for a few hours or whatever it is. Do they frown yeah. on dynamite? Uh, no, but they frown on using more force than, you know, you can do with one finger. Oh, and, and not well, And not Bruce Lee. Not Bruce Lee one finger. Like, just a normal person one finger. Oh. Right. Um, that makes sense. That they should be relatively like straightforward, you know what you're doing. But I, yeah, I don't know. Like I've seen some of them, and like the the whatever the problem was that they had to figure out. Like you know, people would be like, "Oh, I got it. It's this," and I'd be like, "How in the fuck did you think? Like what?" <laughs> Every time, so I'm like, I don't know if I'd be good at that. I I, I think I would rather just stay home. <laughs> like they're super. I've learned fun. something just now. What's that? If you see a loose string in your shirt near your belly, don't pull it, because now it's it's uh, my purple shirt the wife got me, and now I've got a separation of white line going across my belly. Well, uh, good. I just ruined another good shirt. Good job there, D. <laughs> like, well done. String. Well done. Well, I actually think we got some questions this time around, so we should probably answer those, because I, I'm should. pretty confident that Zyber left me a voicemail a little while ago telling me, hey, dumbass, answer the questions. Because I knew I'd forget. So let's go around the room. First question we have. Is there a song you've heard as a kid teen that still to this day gives you goosebumps when you hear it? I can't answer in person, but mine is War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Dude, great song, by the way. Like, War Pigs is probably one of my favorite tunes to do on Rock Band. Because Ozzy is such an easy octave to hit when you're singing it. (laughs) Like, only that song. Not every other song he does. Every other song, he's freaking batshit crazy, and he goes all over the place. But that song is super easy. Now, is he meaning literal goosebumps? Because I I really don't have that reaction. Well, there's got to be a song that you listen to as a kid, or just that you've heard, that kind of gives you an emotional stimulation. I think think that's what he's looking for, is like that, that, that goosebump feeling. Not necessarily actual goosebumps, but I would say let's stretch that out to like emotional response, like a strong, not like a, oh, I really dig this, but like a real emotional response to it. Now, what if it didn't give you a strong response or emotion back then, but it does now? I guess it would count. Metallica's one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially what you've been through. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's logical. What about you, Article? Uh, I mean, I got a bunch to choose from, really. Almost anything off of the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh, great album. M&M. Yeah, great album. Every single one of those tracks that I hear, it's just like, I, I kind of get drawn to it again, you know? I don't know what it is. Uh, similarly, the the Slim Shady LP is like that for me, too. Or EP, or whatever the hell it was. Um, those are both, like, albums that... When I heard them, I was, like, real young, maybe, like, 15 or whatever, you know? And that shit was just, like, peak. Like, that that was just epic. And, yeah, now, even to this day, there's some songs I hear, like, Kim by Eminem, I think, off the Marshall Mathers LP. That song is, I mean, like, picture-perfect insanity put into music. 
it's it's a, like a hair raising song every time I hear it. It's good. <laughs> so I actually have two songs that uh, that like full on come to mind, and and I, I one one didn't quite come out when I was a kid. I guess one came out when I was a little older. I would say early adulthood, but um, well, I'll just punt it out there. It's uh, Three Doors Down, Citizen Soldier. And my S's sound weird because I'm missing teeth, so just deal with that. Uh, that that song, for some reason, it just strikes a chord. Uh, probably, you know, probably, you know, because, I mean, the song was made for, I think, the National Guard as a recruitment video. But the, 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 the song itself is just about stepping up and fighting when people can't, you know, you doing what other people can't. So that always struck a chord with me. I always, I always dug that. That always kind of gave me the goosebump feels. And the other song was by Seven Dust, uh, a song con- called "Angel's Son." Ah, that game or that that uh, that song always and it's still to this day, if I hear it and turn it on, it gives me kind of those goosebumps because it was a it was a tribute song to uh, one another musician that had died, and they had you know uh, actually I think uh, I think straight up actually. St- did it like they they did it and the guys from seven dust kind of joined in and made the song but angel or uh seven dust also had a version that they did of them themselves the straight up version i like more than than seven dust version because it's more acoustic it's more it's more um i don't know it's got 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 more life to it i think uh you know versus the seven dust version which is a lot more power chord it's kind of like kind of like that song outside by stained the live mm. version, if you could just like mute Fred Durst out of it, the live version of that song is way friggin' better than the studio album version. Um, that one, that's actually another one. That that, that outside song gives me a, a good strong that's emotional. A, that's another good question: is what what maybe like acoustic or live performance is better than you know? I was actually a little bit shocked, Cecil, that you didn't actually list something like uh, from uh, Bush, like Everything's Zen. No, see, like I love Bush, and that whole first yeah. album by Bush is great. I mean, Machine Head, it definitely gets me going. Machine Head, yeah. Uh, tra- well, funny thing, track number nine off of that album is Machine Head, and I love it. Yep. It's a great tune, and you know, it gets me moving. It gets it gets like the blood pumping, but I I don't think that gives me a strong emotional response. Like it's more the adrenaline. Like okay. That song I put on when I'm about to jump out of a plane, because <laughs> like. Like that's gonna get me pumped to to just step right on out and do it. Or, you know, I used to listen to that. We used to turn that on when we were playing Outer Zone Laser Tag. You know, Machine Head would turn on, yep. and like I would get in the zone. You know, it would just you, you just let go and let the beat take you. Also, do Host by Ram. Yeah, man, that, that's another song. In Outer Zone. Yeah. In Outer Zone. Yeah. That, that, but that's that's not like an emotional response to me. That's like a. Yeah. You know, you get into a beat and you just you start wrecking house. All right, next question. Is there a game, book, manga, or anime adaptation to live action you feel everyone needs to see? Yes. Oh god, yeah. yes. Uh what do you got article? Uh The Giver. Yes. Damn it. Damn it. That was the one I Yes. Was the, the original one with uh, Mark Hamill as the buddy? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. right? It's so yes. cheesy and good. Oh god, is it oh, so good? It. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Th- did you know they tried to reboot the anime? I did hear that. No, I didn't know that. 
Oh, I did not know that. Don't Dude. watch it. It's so bad. All right. Did you oh. know that the second Guyver live action movie had the the lead actor who played the who played the Guyver is actually the same guy who plays Snake in Metal Gear Solid? David Hater. Oh, no shit. Yeah, dude, David Hater. Wow. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it because he is so friggin' young in that movie. And you look at him, yeah. and every now and then he'll slip into a voice that you're like, is that is that Snake? It's so good. What about you, D? Well, I was going to say, I was just going to say what you can avoid is any live action adaptation by Yui Bowl. Oh, God. That's the, but, fuck you. <laughs> I just, I just, I just did that to you. I know you did. And I, you, I, I, I saw the bait and I almost friggin', I almost took it. I almost took it. No, but as far as, um, a live action adapt, uh, adaptation that I actually did like, uh, was the Silent Hill movie. You know what? I can agree with that. While it wasn't, it wasn't as good as the Silent Hill game because they kind of went their own direction with it. I I definitely it was kind of like a prequel to Silent Hill Two type of thing. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie, and it wasn't like they ruined it. They just did a good job with the movie overall. I, I was. I think they got the flavor of Silent Hill in that movie. Like they got a they got a flavor of it. Yeah, and that, but that's all I could ask for in the in the movie. You know, in a movie adaptation, is at least get the the. The spirit of it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like where Resident Evil, where it starts off and you're like, holy crap, this actually looks like it's starting off good. It's in the mansion. No, we're in a lab. <laughs> nope, we're in a lab. And oh, yeah, this sucks. Hey, they cubed that guy. That's pretty cool. And yeah, it's a killer computer again. All right. If you think about that scene, it doesn't make any sense for that man to fall into cubes. No, it doesn't. No, he should have been like long, but but hold on. So the laser like beams, logs, yeah. yeah, the laser beams were turning at the same time, so they should have been like yeah, little so spiral like, things. Yeah, curly fries. Yeah, curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> he should have dropped into curly fries. They're zombie curly fries. Hmm, Bob, you gotta like, try them. It's a pretty accurate description of what that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> zombie curly fries. Oh man! Yeah, uh, the the one that I can think of that just it literally is the first one that came to mind is Rory Kenshin. That that live adaptation, I I, Daymok turned me onto it, and we actually watched it for Anime Night one night. We did a uh, we we did a live we did a movie version. It was live action, and I have it now on my on like Google or something. If you want to watch it, I haven't seen it, dude. Yet. If you, if you want to watch it, yet. well, I'll throw it on Rabbit. We can watch it sometime. It's Nice. It is so. I have only seen a couple of episodes of the anime. I like, which is really good. I've actually watched the whole. I anime. like the live action better than I like the anime. Like, I I love the feel of it. I love how it. I love the artistic style. I love the color palettes that they use because the color palettes per scene were like they they ranged from the drab and dreary to the bright and and cheerful to like just the off the wall it was uh i just really dug it i really dug it a lot if you haven't watched it you should how about comic book to movie adaptation okay oh, we could go all day yeah, with that I mean, one though no 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 but this is a really good one that cecil oh. can agree with me on this one sin city oh i, I wasn't first, thinking of the that. first one Yes, the first one. Yes, I was actually going to go Frank down. Uh, I was actually. I thought you were going to start hitting the crow because the crow is an adaptation. 
It was, it was, but but I had to throw out a classic that we watched together, and that was Sin yeah, City. Sin City was incredible. Like just the, the the artistic direction that they took with Sin City, it it felt like Frank. Yeah. It felt like I was reading a Frank Miller comic book. Yeah, well, that's cool because like that's because a uh, little trivia for for everybody out there. Uh, Frank Miller, one of his older um, IPs was RoboCop. Yep, and they completely deviated what he wanted to do. So he almost never did anything like that again as far as letting it go to film. When they went to Sin City, he goes, you know, there's a few conditions. He had to have directive or like creative oversight over every frame, everything. So it was like it came from the pages of his comic book. And Mickey Rourke. So they couldn't pass it in through. Mickey Rourke is angry Marv. Like, yes. I, yeah. I could not, if, when I read that, I said, this is the dumbest idea ever. I watched the movie and I said, whoever did that was the most brilliant person alive. I love Mickey Rourke, man. He did a good job with oh, that. Oh, I, like, I like Mickey Rourke, but when I think Mickey Rourke, I don't think Angry Marv. Now I think Mickey yeah, Rourke, Angry Marv. Enough. Like, now I can't think of Mickey Rourke as anything else other than Angry Marv. But, you know, yeah. like, at the time, it's like, Mickey Rourke is Angry Marv. Like, Really? Man, have you seen the rest? Have you seen the wrestler? Yes, he was fucking phenomenal. In that he game. did a fantastic job in that. I even liked him in Expendables. Like just his his com- yeah. his yeah. complete like. Oh man, like, like the rant he goes on, that is just it's one of those like hard hitting, powerful rants, and you're like, this guy, this guy's either a great actor or he has seen some shit. Or I think both. Or both, <laughs> yeah, or both. Oh man, I even liked him as Whiplash in Iron Man Two. I did a really good job. You know, I, I I didn't like Iron Man Two, but I thought Mickey Rourke did a decent job in Iron Man Two. I liked it. I liked the first two. I did not like the third. So I dug the third because it made it really made Tony Stark seem way more human than he was in Iron Man One and Two. In Iron Man One and Two. Like yeah, he got wounded in the beginning, and and they put the you know he got that magnet on his chest, blah blah blah. Yeah, I agree, I agree. But he just seems so much larger than life in both of those movies, and in the third movie, they literally like the first time I saw it, I was really taken aback, like I almost didn't like it. But then I watched it again, and I'm like, they've reduced this guy from being a titan, from being a god, down to a, a you know. A, a post-traumatic stress, yeah. like ball of nerves, and I'm like, that's. I agree. I just was. I wish they had done it in a different fashion. Like, I didn't like, like sooner in the series. No, I'm no. I'm fine with the first two movies. Um, what I mean is, like, like I didn't like the antagonists. Uh, Pepper Potts turning into like some flame beast at the end was fucking weird. Uh, even though, I, like, I don't know if that's what happens really in the comic book or whatever, but like, regardless, it's it's not a good story to me. Like, I I don't know. I just found it weird. The thing I hated about it was what they did to the Mandarin. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, the Mandarin was was weak sauce. They built him up like he was going to be some hot shit, and then literally just deflated. It. I'm like, all right, that I don't like. That sucks. And then when it turned out yeah. to be the major villain, it's like. All right, so we've got the Human Torch as the major villain, and all right, whatever. Yeah, it was weird, right? But when Pepper Potts picked up that uh, that repulsor and she started launching that thing off, first thing that went through yeah. my mind is, man, if she was twenty years younger, she would be Samus right now. Right. 
Oh man, she'd actually. Now you say that, like that, I feel like that would still be an appropriate casting from for Samus. Ah, she's old, man. I mean, I think she could do it, but I don't think she'd she, do it for she'd long. Be like Samus in the later years of her her career. Yeah, like whatever. like old man Logan type thing. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating cookies. Old crone Samus. <laughs> Brain, or grandma brain, whoever you are. <laughs> grandma brain. All right, next question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Grandma brain. Uh, if, if you could have one drink, okay, if you could have one drink you can't possibly make have right now, what would it be? If you could have one drink that you can't possibly make have right now, what would it be? Uh, well, mine is going to be easy. I love vodka, and I can't have vodka. I want vodka. Like, if somebody put a bottle of vodka in front of me, I would drink the entire thing right now to my head and probably die because of it. But I would love it. I love vodka. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I've I've loved vodka since I was about 11 years old. Yikes. I just, uh, I, I like, and, and the thing I like about it is that once you get past that burn, that alcohol, like that, that alcohol burn and that, you know, you're breathing fire, um... There's so many flavors on the back end uh, of so many different vodkas. Like Grey Goose. Yeah, it's made from... Grey Goose is shit to me. Because there are so <laughs> many there's so many way better vodkas out there that have so much better flavor. Um, I was about to say that it's made from potatoes. It doesn't count as a vegetable. Well, a potato isn't a vegetable. A vegetable's got to grow, grow on a vine. Or no, a vegetable has to have seeds. That's it. It's a root vegetable. Is that a thing? No, fruit have seeds, I thought. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's ask. Let's, let's phone a friend Emperor Google. Hey, Lex. So, what's the difference between a fruit and a vegetable? Oh, shit, you're right. A root vegetable. Yeah, you're right. They're considered a, a vegetable, but they're considered a starch as well. Well, it looks like I'm drunk and wrong. I'm okay with that, though. Still, it's healthy eating, man. Or in this case, healthy drinking. I like that. What about, uh, what about you, D? What's a drink that you want right now that you can't have or make? Anything, and it can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic, anything with chocolate, because I'm so, I'm deathly allergic to chocolate now, and I can love it. Oh, yeah. Mental note, when I send you a random box of shit, make sure to put all the chocolate in the world in there. Just pictures. No, no, I'm going to put chocolate in there. I'm going to put, like, you know, English chocolate, German chocolate, Swedish chocolate. I'm going to find all the chocolate I can possibly find and just stack it in there. Wife and kids will be happier in hell. (laughs) You'll make their day. No, I'll put on for D only, like. Like, they can't have any. It's just for you. <laughs> you know what I'm going to mail back to you? A turd? Bobbleheads. No. No. Don't say a Furby because I will find you and kill you. I was actually going to say Yui Bowl memorabilia, but still. Oh, that's fine. I'll make a little shrine with a voodoo doll that I have of him. On second thought, a Furby with a Yui Bowl face glued on. Uh, that's all right. Again, I'll, I'll put it right next to my voodoo doll. What about you, Oracle? Uh, what was the question? <laughs> Ding! Marijuana affects the memory. Uh, if you could have one drink you can't possibly make have right now, what would it be? Oh, yeah. Fountain of Youth, baby. Fountain of Youth? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Before he had cronies. Wait a minute. Why, why can't you have that, though? Like, you, you can't make the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, so I'm assuming somebody else can. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Okay. I'll take that. Um, no, yeah, it's a joke answer. I don't, I don't know what I would have. I don't know a, a really good milkshake from like an old fashioned diner. How about that? 
Dude, if you ever make it over here to Virginia, there's a place called Carl's Ice Cream that actually makes the old school malts. Yeah. Like, oh man, they're so good. Dude, I'm, but but they make them like the old school. They've got the old 1920s electro freeze machines and the the ice cream, which is actually custard. The actual ice cream that, oh, so good. There was a diner in, in when it, when I was stationed in, in Washington State, there was a, an old-fashioned diner, had like records lacquered into like the counter and a bunch of like Elvis memorabilia and shit. Uh, like it, it was all decked out to look like a real old diner or whatever, but they had all oh, the like old the 50s equipment. diner? Yeah, they had all the old equipment to use and they, they would make like the shakes from, you know, ice cream and shit. Like it was really, really good. Really good. Oh, so good. So good. All right, next question since we're we're like way over like normal. Uh, what's a good game where you play as the villain? Ooh, that's a great question. As, as you the play what? as the what? You play as the villain. Oh. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. I play as the villain every time. <laughs> no, but really, you are the villain in that uh, game. Yeah, you are. You're, you're Revan. Or, yeah, Darth Revan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Biggest fucking plot twist of my teenage years. Easy. Oh, yeah. Whew. Melted my fucking brain, dude. What about you, D? Well, first, first a joke answer before I get to my real answer. Final Fantasy VII. Okay. And Do you play as Sephiroth? No, you play as Cloud. Well, obviously. Cloud kills Aerith. I thought it was Sephiroth. No, no. Sephiroth drives the sword through her. Oh, right? yeah. And about where it would drive through her, it could kill her or it could miss and hit a, and p- paralyze her. A dead body sinks. Or no, no. A dead body floats, but a live body sinks. Fucking cloud drowned her ass. She was paralyzed and couldn't say anything. That's so evil. That is so evil. She was... Her mouth was paralyzed from a strike to the, I'm assuming, abdomen. Well, maybe she passed out due to pain. It hits... Possible. That that will happen if you hit that area that hits the spinal cord. You can literally just sit there and go unconscious... Be paralyzed, and and being the fact that it's 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 you're gonna bleed out. It's a bad wound. You're gonna be passed out unconscious. He fucking drowned her. <laughs> he fucking sunk her. If she was dead, she would have floated around. Yeah. All right. So what's your serious yeah. answer then? Okay, the serious answer is 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 a game I like to play with the wife called Overlord. It's not oh, the greatest game, but I think it's a fun as shit game. Nice. I mean, come on. You send your goblins in to break into a bar. They, you know, they kill the townsfolk, and they come out. Out piss ass drunk. Not only are they wobbling around drunk, but they literally start pissing everywhere. Fucking awesome. Nice. Well, actually, Lex came over and gave an answer. Uh, I don't know if she planned for me to say that she gave an answer, but she gave an answer. Uh, the game Infamous. Oh. So yeah. you can play as a real douchebag in that game and be a real bad guy, uh, which. You know, or you could be a really good guy, all depending on what you want to do. It's really cool though. So if you're a, if you're a good guy, you shoot blue lightning. If you're a bad guy, you shoot red lightning. Kind of, Star Wars nod. Kind of cool. Um, but my game is actually an old school PlayStation game, one that I still love to this day, and I have I know what's coming. I have not seen a game like it ever since. And they made sequels, but the sequels were nothing like it. Uh, what do you think it is? Oh, the uh, two words in the name have a T and a D. Yep, Tecmo's Deception. Loved it. Oh my god, I remember that that game. I had Ugh. that, and I didn't think the second one was that bad. Tech, um, Kajero, Deception 2. It wasn't as bad, but it was not like the first game. 
It was nowhere near no. as good. I loved when you introduced me to that, I went out and bought it. I bought them. Dude, I still have my original copy upstairs in a box of Tecmo's oh, wow, Ascension I because I, 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 that was one of the first games that I saved up all my money to get. I love that game. And even with the horrendous load screens, that game still has a soft spot in my heart. You play, and you play such a dickhead in it too. Like everybody, oh, yeah. like you literally, you start the game. You find out, like, you go to visit your dad. Your dad gets killed by somebody else in the room, but somebody kills him with your sword. So, like, all of a sudden, you're being ostracized. You get burnt at the stake, and while you're being burnt at the stake, you're like, I think it's burnt at the stake. You're you're making a pact with the devil. Like, you're making a pact with a demon at that time to kill everybody. So you end up inheriting this mansion. You get there, and you literally kill Everybody who shows up, you are such the villain in that game, and it is so great. And you know what was really cool about the Tecmo games? Another game you introduced me to, Monster Rancher. You could get oh. a killer monster from Tecmo's Deception. Oh, yeah. If you, like, did all the stuff and beat the game first, at least. But still, I mean, that was such a cool... Oh, yeah. They had, back in the day, some... They didn't do the generic, let's just follow what everybody else is doing. They did some creative shit back then. They did. And Monster Rancher was one of those games where they really took a mechanic that everybody everybody was doing. Like, everybody was playing a PlayStation. They were doing it. They had CDs upon CDs. They had music CDs. All this crap. They had a ton of them. And they really took that to the next level. They're like, hey, you know what? We're just going to read some little data off of this. And here you go. You're going to get a monster. And it was so much fun. I remember I was borrowing games off of you, being like, hey, can I borrow that to see what monster I get? <laughs> just music CDs, games. Yeah. Just don't, just don't ever it. name a monster, even if it has killer stats. If you name it after me, it'll be a useless yep. piece of shit. Lazy as fuck. <laughs> Lazy as fuck. Actually, I remember I actually went out and bought the album by InXS called Kick. Because if you put it in, you actually got a soccer ball as a monster. It was a flat soccer ball as a monster. Oh man, so much fun. That game that game that game was a friggin' gem right there. Man, I wish I still have that. I have Monster Rancher. I, My wife and I will play that sometimes. I have Monster Rancher and I think Monster Rancher three for the PS two. Or maybe it's four. I can't remember. I, I know um one and two are on the PlayStation and I have them both. And then I forget if it was three or four, but one of them was a weird RPG-ish take on Monster Rancher on the PS2, and it was like, is it Monster Rancher? No. It was kind of weird. I don't remember that. I remember being, uh, hold on, let's ask Emperor Google. I mean, it did have the Monster Rancher mechanic, but it was just like a lot of other RPG elements kind of stuck in it. It just wasn't the same. You're thinking of Monster Rancher Evo. Yes, that's what... It, I'm sorry, that's what it was. And that game was weird. Yeah, it wasn't good. I, I didn't like that one. Oh, let's see here. Monster Rancher, Monster Rancher, Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher Evo was on the PS2. That blows. We're not gonna talk. Oh, uh, Monster Rancher 4 was on the PS2. Monster Rancher now, 3 was also on the PS2. Monster Rancher 3 is the one I'm thinking of, though. Yes, okay. Because that, that title, or that... Uh, that box art is what I remembered. Ah. Uh, Such fun games. It's too bad that everything's gone digital and there's, like, no way that you could reenact that specific mechanic. That's why I collect retro. Yeah, man. You could probably make a game that 
was like just feed me URLs. Yeah. You know, feed me your I was going to say, I, I would, I would, <laughs> I will steal your data. I would be terrified to find out what you get from Pornhub. Oh, God. You know what I, I bet you would get? A Ron Jeremy? No. Milton from like, um, <laughs> office space. He's looking for his red stapler. Oh, God. Just something so random. You're like, what the fuck? Um, did everybody answer that question on the villain thing? Yes, we okay. did. Yeah, I think so. Pretty, pretty thorough. All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, does Epo fit the bill to one day become One Punch Man? Uh, the the newest, the new anime that we're watching, uh, what the hell is it called? I always called it Fighting Spirit, but it's not called that. It's something, something dot Epo or something. Uh, hold on. Oh, ha- I, Hajima um, no Epo. I haven't seen it, so I, don't, I can't say. Um, do they go with the kind of... The whole okay. premise oh, of Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, Epo is a boxer. It's yeah. a boxing anime. There's nothing supernatural about it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, but what I was going to say is the whole premise of, of the One Punch Man, and I don't know if this is where he was going with it, but it's a rip on anime. He's so overpowered because it's just, it's making fun of all the anime they got, that the characters have gotten ridiculously, obscenely powerful. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it just kind of poking fun at anime itself, and it does a really good job of it. Um, I don't, I haven't seen that anime, so I don't know if they start ribbing and poking it at other anime or not. They, in, so in Hajime no Ippo, they really don't poke fun. It's it's more of a, I want to say it's now when I say serious anime, I don't mean serious as in like it's dead serious. There's a lot of comedy in it, but it's you know there's no deeply rooted supernatural or anything like that in it it's it's all and there's none of those silly anime tropes like when the character goes all weird and like say floating arm and legs no fingers big old face jumping around so they do little things like that like where where the where the face goes like all weird looking and then they do like the tears down the face but it's not they, they don't overdo that like it's not every episode or every scene um okay so I mean they do little things like that, but it's not it's not over the top. A lot of it is like especially the fights. The fights are all just straight anime, no no weird tropes in there or anything like that. The based on that I'd have to say no. Yeah, I'd say no as well. Plus Epo's nose is way too big compared to, you know, One Punch Man. The power of the nose. Yeah, I can't comment really. I don't know either. Yeah, we're gonna go with no. Let's just let's yeah, we're saying no. All right, next question. If Zyra was to pull a blue for a little while, would anyone care? Pull a blue. Who's like you mean Who's Zyber? Who's blue? Wait a minute. You mean like you mean like <laughs> like pull pull a blue like like pull like continuously pull pull and tug type pull a blue whatever. I mean I mean hey look man, if however you're going to get off or get other people off, I'm I don't I don't think I'm I'm not going to judge. I I'm willing to bet he doesn't mean on a leash behind your car and have the cops pull you over and sadly pick off, like, a leg or something. Oh. Does he? Well, I mean, that's where I was going. Like, you know, pull, tug, okay. drag him. That type of thing. I mean, I mean, I, so, so like, I, I would not judge. So, in that essence, I wouldn't care because I wouldn't be judging. Like, you're, you're you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to freak out on you. I'm not going to be like, wow, dude, you're, you're pulling a human being. Or, hey, you're, you're jacking some dude off i mean i mean friends start each other off all the time we learned that from uh hot tub time machine so (laughs) 
I think where Zyber's going with this is if he disappeared for a little while, oh, I okay. care. And uh, yes, absolutely, I care that Blue's gone. I, I miss I miss Blue and yeah, Zyber right I, now. I definitely miss Blue. Um, yeah, I've actually been wondering where he's been all night. Oh, well, uh, Zyber. Not, oh, yeah, Zyber. Zyber because his wife is. Something's going on with his wife, like, next week. Like, she's going somewhere or something like that. So she was... Be- Taking a trip or yeah, something. Yeah, so he's spending all weekend with her, which is cool. I mean, that's best place to be. But yeah, man, if uh, if Zyber were to pull a blue and vaporize for, you know, half a year, yeah, I would care. I would definitely care. I mean, I'd bust his ball. I would definitely I would definitely make fun of him as much as humanly possible. I mean, I, I, I know he was missing parts, but I didn't know he, he was only a uniballer, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, how many parts did you steal? Well, you know, he falls asleep a lot when he gets drunk, so I figured he wouldn't miss all of them. Uh, I was to say, I mean, if if anybody should be, you know, harvested for spare parts, you've got extras. I know, I know, and it's really <laughs> you're, you're hoarding spare parts, dude. It's really creepy every time I go to the doctor and I start explaining to him all the ailments that, like, all the things I've done to myself. And then, then I start going on to, well, I've got a few extra things as well. And they're like, well, like extra what? I'm like, well, you know, a few extra bones and stuff like that. Organs. And- <laughs> like, well, like what, you know, and, and then the best part is, is when I tell a doctor, yeah, so I've got a, I got a couple extra bones hanging out. And they're like, well, that's impossible. I'm like, well, no, it's not impossible since I'm standing here. Um, yeah, but I mean, when you're told like what the amount of bones is in the human body, that's actually the average. You can actually have a few less or a few more, and that's actually very common to have some deviation. Yeah, so, so like, as a kid, I never I knew that. I took anatomy physiology, and we, they taught us that, like, square one. Yeah, so as a kid, I never knew that. I thought, like, it was, you know, you had a certain number of bones, and that was it. So me, It was about 308 or something? Was it 308? I thought it was, like, 200 and something. 207, yeah. I think. I was saying, I was, I was, I was, it was low 200. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of you. <laughs> okay. If I have 308 bones, that's weird. Um, like, really weird. No, but like, so whenever I'd go to the doctor as a kid and they'd do x-rays and they'd be like, oh, well, that's a little odd, but that's just a, that's some calcification there. That should go away by the time you're an adult. And then I turned into an adult and that calcification never went away. And they're like, well, that's odd, but, you know, it's not hurting you. Like, okay, whatever. Best one was is when I... When uh when the doctor was giving me a, a chest X-ray, and they had to take two X-rays because my torso is so long, so they take two X-rays to get all of my lungs, and as they're going through, they're like, "Well, that's kind of odd there." And I'm like, "Well, what? You can't look at an X-ray and say odd. Like that's going to get me alarmed." He's like, "No, no, no, no. It's nothing to be alarmed about." He's like, "You know, you just there's counting here. Your ribs are a bit off." And I went, "What do you mean a bit off?" He's like, "Well, you got an extra set down here that doesn't seem that shouldn't be there." Like, well, you know, could it just be that you're not matching the x-rays up? I'm like, no, they're pr- pretty right. And then the best part about that whole conversation after that was not even, hey, you've got extra ribs. It was, hey, when did you break your back? I'm like, I didn't break my back. It's like, no, you broke your back. You can see where the vertebrae separated and, re- you know, fused back together and healed. It's it's very distinct. He's like, that must have been excruciating. And I'm like, well, <laughs> look, dude, I don't know what you're on, but I didn't break my back. You know what? I bet it was sometime around the time of uh, the broken coccyx, a.k.a. your tailbone. No, actually, it, uh, I, I know exactly when it happened because after I got into, you know, a, a couple of minute argument with a guy, and literally, I mean, we're, 
we're I'm raising my voice at this guy because he's like, you broke your back. And I'm like, I did not break my back. And literally, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting angry. And I'm literally, I'm telling him, like, I did not break my back. Stop telling me I broke my back. He's going, it's not in your chart. When did you go to the hospital? Because this would have been excruciating. There's no way you didn't, there's no way you didn't know you did this. I'm like, dude, I didn't know I did it because I didn't break my back. And he's like, there was no, and like, literally he's yelling at me now. And he's like, there's no time in your life where you couldn't sit down or lay down or bend over or anything. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I didn't break. Well, there was that one time. When I was done body surfing, I know exactly when it was. It was January, or sorry, July 3rd, uh, 2002. Pretty sure it was 2002. I went body surfing. And I, it was the, it was the day my grandfather died. And I remember, like, we're all sitting. Hence why you remember the exact date. I was thinking that was kind of funny. Well, we're sitting there and, like, we're all sitting there at my, at my grandmother's house and, we're trying to decide what to do. And we're like, well, look, they've got to get the body. They've got to prep the body. So there's nothing we can do today. There's literally nothing we can do. We're like, well, what would he want us to do? Like, well, he'd want us to just go have fun. Just just go do something. So we went to the beach. Oh, oh, okay. So we went to the beach. And we went and my uncle was teaching us how to body surf. And I'm literally being the asshole of like, I just got to catch one more wave. One more wave. And I saw this wave probably 350 400 feet off and I'm like that's my wave I see it and I see it swelling and I see the way if the pattern is I'm like that's my wave I see it coming in and man I caught that wave and it was awesome I rode that thing all the way to shore I'm on top of it I got my arms up I'm all arced out I'm like yeah and all of a sudden I realized man I've been riding this for a while and I look down and below me all I see is sand and I realized at that very second that that was not what I wanted to see that wave came crashing down, drove me into the sand like I was a spear. <laughs> and the waves crashed behind me. And there was a wave right behind that that crashed right behind me. I remember something hitting me in the back of the head. At, at the time, I thought it was like a shell or a rock or something. Later on, after I was hobbling away, I realized because somebody told me, I actually kicked myself in the back of the head. Like that's how accordion fold I did, like right over. Um, oh yeah, you broke your back. So I went to go get up and like, I'm sitting there on the ground and I, I, I mean, it drove me into the sand. I had burns all over my face from the sand and I'm sitting there face down going, I got to get up right now. And I put my hands on the ground. I went to go push up. And as I go to push up, I'm pushing with my arms, but the bottom half isn't moving. And I remember this so distinctly because it felt like it was an eternity and I, I think I even, I think I even vocalized something like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then all of a sudden it was just like somebody zapped me with a bolt of lightning and my legs tingled and I could move them again. I'm like, oh, thank God. And I got up and I walked towards the shower because they had those outside showers right there. And I learned something very important that day. The water that they use to, on those showers, at least at Point Pleasant Beach, is actually mildly filtered salt water or seawater. Because I walk up and I'm like, literally, my face is all scratched up and bleeding. My shoulder is just one open wound. Blood is just pouring out of me in all these places. And I'm standing behind this woman. And I can't remember if it was a little boy or a little girl, but she had a child in her arms. And the child was covered head to toe with salty, shelly, 
sandy mud. I guess the only way I could describe it. Kid was filthy. And I'm just standing there going, yeah, I just got to wait. I just got to wait. I got to wash off. I got to wash off. The, the woman turns around and looks at me and she says something. I don't even know if it was English, but she says something and she grabs my arm and she's tugging me towards the showers. And I'm going, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry. I'll wait. I'll wait. She pushes the, the girl, like this little, this like 10, 12 year old girl pushes her out of the showers and throws me underneath it. Like, that's how bad I looked. Her child in her arms, which looked like just literally went through a sewage dump. And she pushes the, the, the girl out of the way and throws me under the shower. And that, of course, is where I learned that the water was recycled salt water because it hit those wounds and it hurt so bad. But they were clean. They were clean. But yeah, that, that, I knew it was then because I couldn't get in the car. I couldn't sit in the car. I actually kind of laid across the back seat halfway. I couldn't sit down when we got to the house. It took, it probably took about three or four weeks before I could sit down with any comfort whatsoever. And literally, as soon as the doctor said that and I went, oh, well, there was that one time I flashed back to that and went, oh, crap. He's right. You're lucky you didn't get paralyzed for real. I know. I know. Yeah, I, lo- I look back on the stupid shit I've done and go, I should be dead like four, fivefold right now. Well, I figured out, like, I always were bummed. Like, you, you grew up watching the co- uh, watching the movies, reading the comic books, thinking, I wish I had superpowers. We do. <laughs> we has the dumb. We has the dumb. And it has protected us thus far. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. All right, D.D. Where can people find you at, man? People can find me on my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S, dot com. They can find me on my... YouTube channel, Microbrew Gamers with a Z instead of an S. Also, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, I've got my own Discord. I'm also usually palling around on the GNA Discord, along with uh, Yeah Dude Gamers, uh, Slow Speed Run, and Josh of All Trades. Check all those guys out. Very nice. Where can we find you at, Article? Uh, right here at This Is Article. As well as on Instagram at I Got Cronies and Outstanding CF2 on Xbox Live. That's about it. Hello. I am Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me <laughs> unmuted here when I remember to. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cecil versus Games. You can find me at Cecil Xavier everywhere else. You stream Mixer, Twitch, Facebook. Pretty much everywhere else you look for me, you'll find me there. Um, yeah, tool around the GNA Discord, TPC Gamers Discord, Yadid Gamers, Josh Voltrades, uh, Microbrews Discord. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite uh, podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. Let people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and Spotify. Uh, if there's some place that you can't hear us, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can join the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do game. Uh, we do game show night the first Saturday of every single month on Mixer. That's www.mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. We also have partnered with Humble Bundle. Um, Humble Bundle is a game sharing service. GNA partnered with a while ago. You purchase games normally, but with a little bit of a twist. Uh, whatever whatever bundle you purchase, you can choose how much goes to a specific charity. 
there's also a slider there if you put in the GNA podcast um, tag, which is question mark partner equals GNA podcast, and you put that to the end of any Humble Bundle link or after any of the question marks that were there. So you just put that GNA podcast or partner equals question mark partner equals GNA podcast right at the end there, and it'll give you an extra slider. We don't want you to give any money to us. We want you to put that slider all the way down to zero. We don't want your money. We don't care. Uh, we want you to give it all to either the developers or to uh, charity. Uh, maybe throw Humble Bundle a little money, but they're, I think they're owned by IGN now, so you know, screw them, big corporation, uh, whatever. Hope you're not listening, IGN, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll figure out how much we owe or how much we made here in, in just a little bit after I start clicking away here. No, after that comment, how much we owe? Yeah, how much we owe? Yeah, that's that's probably the uh, that's probably the better better statement there. How much we owe? Um, do you like anime? Because we like anime. Join us for Anime Night on Rabbit. That's www.rabb.it forward slash gna podcast. It's hosted by none other than Zyberblood, and that happens every Sunday starting at nineteen thirty Eastern Standard Time. We are currently watching. Uh, Hakimono or Hakimono, whatever the fuck it is. Fighting Spirit. One with Epo. It's the boxing one. Freaking great. I love it. Uh, anyway. Check out our good friends, uh, Brian Langel, Susan Langel, and. Fuck, Carbonator. What the hell is his name? I never remember. God, I'm so sorry, man. You're probably going to hate me. Uh, anyway, so join us or join. Uh, check them out. They're cool shit. Uh, also, check out my uh, my friend Lancaster's podcast as soon as I figure out what the hell it is because I was supposed to be prepared for that and I totally wasn't. But yeah, he's got a podcast too and it's really cool. Anywho, we'd also like to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast. Uh, GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We love them anyways. We love you. Let us know. Also, check out Horror Movie Night, which is the second Saturday of every single month. We do horror movie. Uh, last Horror Movie Night, we did Jason X and Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, this next one coming up, we're doing Prometheus and Alien Covenant. So come join us for that. Hang out. Watch some horror movies. And, you know, if we got enough people around, typically we'll hang out and watch a couple extra movies. Just as long as people are awake, available, whatever. By the way, Humble Bundle, we have made $29.80 in the month of... Whoops, nope, sorry, that's uh, that's for February and January. For February, we've made significantly less. We're starting to load here in a second. We've made $2.94 in February. God, I hate people. Nah, I'm joking, I love people. <laughs> uh, we've made $2.94 so far in February, which I think we're rolling out to the end of February, so I guess we're just going to call February a slow month. Last but not least... Check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. We've got all of our podcasts up there, pictures. Uh, we're going to try to throw some articles up there eventually. But yeah, go check that out. Right. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I had a ball. I'm very drunk. And you too, dude. And I'll catch you all later. Later, dude.